Hello. Welcome to episode 199 of What's for Dinner. 199 episodes. That means in two weeks we have the big 200. The, uh, let's say bicentennial episode. That doesn't sound right. The 200th episode. 200. Wow. I've been doing this for a while. And I still have the same amount of listeners. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Thank you, by the way, to those who are loyal listeners. And if you are a loyal listener, you're going to recognize the guest today. It's it's the guy. He might as, it might as well be called, like, What's for Dinner, Darren? Because Darren Carter's on this show so many times because he's a good buddy of mine. It's always a fun conversation. And uh, he lives really close. <laughs> but, yes, Darren Carter is back for uh, the second show of the new year. And uh, this show... Uh, much like uh, regular episodes, we talk a lot about comedy, uh, talk about uh, some... Uh, I actually had a very uh, embarrassing uh, show experience um, a couple weeks ago regard, uh, involving Skippy Green, and uh, I recounted that story very, uh, very embarrassingly. And um, <clears throat> we also, Darren and I, came up with a, uh, with a fun little um, deal we have for for anybody so listen to listen to the end and hey if you're up if you want to take advantage of this deal hit us up and uh yeah please don't forget to hit us up on social media especially um at darren carter on twitter at flip schultz or at wfd podcast on twitter instagram all that fun stuff and remember you can get uh all of my cds i have eight cds including one for skippy green uh all available on itunes and amazon and you could download uh, my uh, three comedy, actually four if you consider Skippy Green as well, uh, four comedy videos um, at selfie.com. Uh, you can get all the links from my website, flipisfunny.com. And hey, if you want to see me live, and hey, who the heck wouldn't, uh, I got some shows coming up uh, in the very near future. Um, starting uh, this week, which today is the 31st, if you happen to be in Scottsdale, Arizona, I will be at the Comedy Spot this week. Thursday through Sunday, February 2nd through the 4th. And next week, Allison and I are going to be at the Venice Underground in uh, Venice Beach, California on Wednesday, February 8th. And then starting February 12th for a month, Allison, myself, along with Dante and uh, Rebecca Cochin, we're going to be doing a big military tour throughout Europe and Africa. So incredibly excited. And uh, you can bet I'll bring the podcast equipment so we can record uh, while we're somewhere overseas. Very excited about that. But uh, all dates and all information, again, can be get at can be get and gotten at uh, flipisfunny.com and go to whatsfordinnerpodcast.com. All right, I am done rambling. So sit back, relax, enjoy episode 199 of What's for Dinner with Darren Carter. Bye-bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Because I didn't know. I was like, because I thought you had to like just be on, you know, when you get out there. And so he introduced me, Darren Carter. And I was just like, all right, I'm on. So I go out there and I'm like, hey, how's it? And this is back when I loved Robin Williams. So I was like, hey, how's oh, yeah. everybody doing? All right, it's great to be here. Man, I can't get this mic out. And I'm like, just nervous energy. And then the guy just all calmly just rolls back out there. And yeah, when you got a guy in a in a wheelchair going, dude, you <laughs> dude. really got to learn how to stand up. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, guy yeah. in a wheelchair teaching you how to do stand up. A little ironic. I, yeah, I met that guy in a uh, variety arts performing class. This, this at, was in Fresno. Yeah, Fresno City College. He, um, because I'd been taking like speech and debate, and I remember. There was this variety arts class that was like, uh, like how to make a living in, in entertainment, and I'm like, that sounds like a cool class. 
And I remember the instructor was a magician who actually made a living would do like conventions and stuff like that. And he kind of taught us a lot about the business part of the show, show business. And he was like, he's like, let's talk about map. Okay, map means material, audience, performance. Out of these three things, it's like a triangle. You could control your material and your performance. The audience, not so much, but if you goes, if you can, you know, and he basically taught us like, okay, if you can at least have the upper hand, then you can be a better performer. Oh, interesting. You know, things like that. And then the guy in the, uh, J.D. England was uh, the, the only other guy in the class that was a stand-up. And actually, he, he did it before. And um, he was like, yeah, I drive, you know, I go down to L.A. and I do the comedy store. And it's back in like the 80s. And he's like, this, I think I took this class in like 88 or 89. And uh, he kind of described it like the same way it is now. He's like, yeah, there's just a bunch of people, lines of people. And you got to kind of like, you know, roll your, he's, he's like, you got to kind of like, he was like, he was like, I'm rolling my wheels over people's toes, trying to like, you know, clamor like a little crab in a barrel trying to be on that list. And I was like, really? It sounds exciting. And then, you know, cut to 25 years later. I was going like, to say, how exciting is it? Yeah. <laughs> still the same. Still exciting. I was like, really? There's all these comedians down there? Like, that sounds awesome. And then. Well, you know, I know when you're uh, when you're first starting out, especially that young, it's also appealing and exciting. Oh, yeah. Like I remember, uh, like yeah, when I first uh, my first comedy official like comedy thing, I joined an improv troupe in college, and it was like it wasn't a college improv troupe; it was like a professional troupe that I heard about in college. Oh wow! And um, when I you know when I joined it, I was I got accepted into it. I was into so this professional excited. improv troupe. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was, you know, it was done at a movie theater, but it was like the first professional comedy thing I'd ever seen that was local. I didn't even realize yeah. it was the comic strip in Fort Lauderdale, which was a huge comedy club. I had no idea it even existed because yeah. I was just, I wanted to be a comedian, but I'd had no, I didn't do any uh, research locally. For some reason, I didn't think it was possible that there was comedy, you know, <laughs> stand up locally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did this uh, improv troupe and. But like back then, back then when you're that young and so fresh, it's all exciting. Yeah. Looking back on it now, it's like ah, oh, you know, like uh, it was so minimal at the point, you know, when yeah. that, that local thing that you're doing. But it seems so big at the time. Yeah, it's like super every little thing. Yeah, but I think there's that, and then also I feel like it really was more exciting. I remember nice. when. Spilling this cup. I'm sorry. I'm just really. Every time I take a sip of my coffee, I'm spilling it. <laughs> That's on. why I hate coffee lids. I don't know why. There's something about these coffee lids. That little hole. Yeah. Are you getting then, it on you too? I'm no, but I'm. I think it's because I know about that, so I'm super careful, and I'm like. I'm trying to be super careful, and I keep. I, I don't know what that is. Why is that? that I, I hate this. I don't know. I. I tr That's why when I drive, and if I'm gonna get a coffee on the way to the gig, I'm always like really careful. Like oh, I hate that. You know, I try to take the lid off if I can. Not when I drive though, but like. Normally. No, I know. I'm like. I. I think your lid is fine. I think my lid is just faulty. Yeah. What is like, it? Like a dribbly like lid? It's a, it's a dribble lid or something. <laughs> Because I think some of those lids that do it right, I think there's like a hole on the other side to kind of relieve pressure. Something. something. I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, uh, didn't mean to change the topic from comedy to coffee. Although they do go hand in hand. Yeah. We should be in a car and do this. Hey, yeah. that'd be cool. That'd be, hey, what an original idea. Comedians in cars. cars getting coffee. Yeah. That's never been done. <laughs> um, were you, you weren't studying, though, comedy in college. Were you like theater or anything? Were you? Uh, I was studying theater and I was studying. Um, the speech I was on the speech and debate team in high school and also college, which was great because, you know, <clears throat> I was basically writing stand up 
and uh, and then at the end they were like, yeah, it has to have a point. So so I'd be like censorship or whatever. And then I would just, or or my speech would be about I don't even know what it would be about. But it basically, it was just me an excuse for me to do like impressions and stand up. And at the end, I'd be like. And if we can laugh at our problems, then we can achieve, you know what I mean? Oh. So, so they'd always be like, the marks would always be like, it was funny, it was entertaining, it made me laugh, you, 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 you know, blah, blah, blah. But you need to have more of a point. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Like, I, know. Know. I, I never did any of that. And I remember, though, when, uh, like, the first big comedy thing that I did, where I, my first comedy credit, um, I won this local comedy contest called the Seinfeld Stand Up Comedy Challenge. Wow! Which was basically it was at a at a mall, and it was a uh, the the local like affiliate had just gotten Seinfeld in syndication. This was back in the nineties, yeah. kids. And um, the, uh, the 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 local station had a comedy contest. The nineteen nineties, kids. The nineteen nineties uh, to promote that show. So, um, yeah, so I won this contest. It was on a mall, but it was like, it's, it was my first, like I said, big kind of credit. Um, but I remember I was taking a theater class and we had to do something like reenacting. It, it was like reenacting an important moment in your life. And like, so these guys, some of these guys are doing, cause this was a college. Some of the guys are doing when their kid was born and the girls are doing like, you know, I don't know, getting married or just something. And so I reenacted my set from that night. And all, all I basically did was do stand up in front of the class, but yeah. I like, I kind of uh, uh, packaged it as a theater presentation. So I think that's funny that you uh, use stand up too within a debate class to still try to. Yeah, yeah. That's why when um, when I started stand up, like with an actual, you know, like actual, you know, like a microphone and speakers and a bar and or whatever, like it wasn't so foreign to me. The only thing that was foreign, like I said, was was taking the mic out of the mic stand. Like that was the weird part for me. Like, oh, I haven't done that yet. Like everything I'd done to that point was just acapella, just, you know, in a classroom or like in a. So in you a, never, you never held a microphone up till that point? I don't think so. Really? Yeah. I, oh, I mean, man. maybe, but not, not like that. Like with the whole mic in a mic cord and a mic stand. Like, no. Uh uh-uh. huh. I'm trying to think. I, I, I think I had because I remember when I was a kid, yeah. I had like a little, like a, a tape recorder with an external microphone. Hmm. It wasn't like these yeah. kind, but it was still a microphone. So I was kind of used to holding a mic. But it, yeah, I, I, I <laughs> yeah, it was weird for me. I was no, like, yeah. And you know what's funny? One of my, f- <laughs> I might have uh, talked about this on the show before, but the very first time I ever did stand up, mm-hmm. I was eight years old. At a summer camp talent show. Oh, cool! And um, it's just funny because the mic stand played a big part in my first stand-up because I was, uh, you know, I told some jokes and I did impressions and um, I sang a cappella. Do you remember that song, Mex- uh, Mexican Radio? Yeah, oh, I'm on a Mexican, Mexican radio. I wish I was yeah. in yeah. Tijuana. Um, I was singing that as a kid. I liked that yeah. song, so I was just, I, I was just singing it. And I had the mic. The mic was in the mic stand. I don't even know if I ever took the mic out, but as I'm talking the the mic starts to like bend down a little bit like it's getting heavy at the we're, we're at the clip yeah so i'm singing and i grab it and i fix it and i sing some more and as i'm singing <laughs> it starts slipping the second time and i grab it and i fix it and the third time it starts slipping and i think instinctually i knew comedy was in threes because instead of fixing it i just started to kind of go down <laughs> with the microphone yeah. as it was going down and they loved it huh? and yeah i got a laugh and uh yeah i remember like <laughs> yeah. It's just again that that kind of stuck with me, like That's comedies so cool. and threes. And can you picture that, like as a kid, like yeah, I could picture a kid, little kid, doing little eight year old kid having that kind like, of instinct. 
Yeah, it's like funny, funny, and then he does it. You're like, ah, ha, ha. I remember being a kid getting big laughs, and it's like, um, sometimes it was unintentional, sometimes it was intentional, but it was awesome, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and it was really cool when you could realize, like, like, oh, I can intentionally do get a laugh. I like, can evoke was, laughter. Yeah. Yeah. It's a that, powerful. I mean, it still is as a comic now. Like, there's oh, something yeah. powerful about it. About. Yeah. About going up in front of a group of, for the most people, most part strangers, yeah. you know, they don't know you and they don't know everybody there. And then you can command a room. Yeah. And if it's cool. And, and bring out this. I mean, laughter is such a hard thing to, genu- yeah. to, to, to genuinely get out of somebody. I, I did a show, a couple, uh, you should check it out. It's on Sherman Oaks. It's uh, an Italian restaurant called Olive A. Okay. And it's, um, it's across from In and Out Burger on Van Nuys and. Uh, Moore Park, I think. Near, anyways, it's it's great. They okay, yeah, they've yeah. just started it, and um, like their third week, and uh, and uh, I'll. By the way, I'll be there next Tuesday. But um, it was that, funny. I think th- that's the day this podcast is coming out. Oh, so. perfect, perfect. So tonight, go tonight, see folks, come see me. But yeah, I did it the opening night, and it was great. And then I hadn't been in there in a couple of weeks, and then I I went this last Tuesday just as a. He's like, yeah, come by as a guest set. I'm like, perfect. So I went up at the end, and the crowd looked really tired, man. And when I, it was funny when I went up on stage. I'm talking about evoking laughter, like, like they looked really tired. Some of the people had like, they looked like, a, I guess they were from some CrossFit gym, but like they had like their hoods on, mm-hmm. and like you have like your sweatshirt hoodie on. And then there was some re- like cholo guy to the right, and and some of the comedians had talked to him about that's not really his girlfriend. He's next to it, their roommates, like. She sells tacos or something. They met, whatever. Like the group looked a little, like not, they looked a little hardened, but also like tired. Like they'd seen right. a lot of comedy, and then with plus with the hoodies and stuff. So when I open up the show and I'm, you know, and the energy was just like, Ugh, and it was a little warm in there, so like a little cozy. But it was nice to see this room to to get that laughter out of them. When um, I just said something so honest that I really felt that it was hilarious because I hit him with the beatbox right off the bat. <laughs> Then I pull out my little flashlight, which no one expects, and then I, you know, I start shining the, the light around. Like, and then there's a couple like girls in the back that were kind of had been, you know, partying, and they put their hands up and they're like, "Woo!" And then I go, and then I stop, and I was like, "Wow, some of you are really into this, and some of you are looking at me like you get like you get stopped by the cops a lot." <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that light was like a police right, light. Right, right. Like here we go again, and it was so honest like like that's because they did look like they had like they get harassed by the cops a lot <laughs> that it was like a it was like a pause and then a huge burst of laughter from everybody nice. and then of course you know i smile and i you know and then i put the flesh on away and, I, and i'm off and running but it's like that was a cool feeling because it could have went the other way absolutely where yeah where it's like oh, what does he mean by that you know like, no i, I love yeah. that when like uh you know because i i always say that uh and I, I know i've mentioned on the show like you go to the improv you go to flappers you go to the store yeah and on any given night you have a if there's people there they came there to see comedy so more often than not they're gonna be ready to laugh yeah you know? yeah yeah and if you're any kind of comic you know that's been doing it for a little bit you can go up in front of a crowd like that and be great yeah but then you go up in front of a crowd like the one you're talking about yeah. where it's not a comedy club they're tired because they've been there a while you know they're maybe not in the mood to laugh and that is so much tougher to to evoke a laughter that's like yeah. really where you train to be a good comic when you have yeah. to, when when you're facing an audience that is <clears throat> not ready and not primed and probably doesn't yeah. even want to laugh yeah and you can still get that out of them 
that's a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a really that's a cool feeling. And isn't it funny how a riffing situation can happen and then you can duplicate it later? Not, not yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's the duplicating it, like oh, I'm gonna set this up, but then also, like I did the I did the Viper Room a couple of weeks ago, and and um, and it was nice. Like I was just riffing with this this girl about exercise, about a certain, you know, being able to. Maybe you could do this. Like, I I, I realize I I uh, no matter how many push-ups you can do or how strong you think you are i, I could li- do 800 in a minute <laughs> i was listening to this uh this this strength and conditioning uh podcast and they were talking about one of the warm-up exercises they do is they sit you know we used to call it indian style mm-hmm. or crisscross applesauce whatever you want to call it where you sit on the ground like that and then you stand up from that position oh jesus and they do it like i think eight to ten times and then that's just one of their warm-ups and i'm like i try i couldn't even do it once well let me see let me see if you try to do it okay let's all right, if I'll do it, and then you try it next, okay? Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right, because I can show you. I, I, could, I could barely even budge. Okay. All right, here we go. Let me know when you're ready for me to do this. All right, yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna, just going to take <sighs> gonna take video of Darren All right. doing this. And, uh, we and might... then I'll show you my buddy, Joey Medina. I had him do it, okay? So you let All me know right. when you're ready. All right, we're going. Okay, so you sit down like this. Okay. okay. Cross your legs like this. Crossing your and legs. And then the idea is you want to attempt to stand up, okay? So one, two, three. He's trying. He's trying. Uh, he's trying. Oh. Oh my. Right, that's as far as I got. All right, you ready? You want to see how far Joey Medina got? Yeah. He got this far. He sat down like this and he goes, Bro, I really can't move. <laughs> I'm not even playing, bro. I can't move. Like, he didn't even get like that. Like, like I at least got this. Here we go. Come on, you could do it. You could do it. You could do it. I think I can do it. I'm getting better. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Whoa! Oh, I almost got it. I almost got it. All right, it's pretty good. Ah! <sighs> All right, that's so weak. We're such nerds. I'm, I'm gonna try this, I, and I, I, I'll, I'll probably get even less than Joe. Okay, and how do I film you? Uh, oh, you don't. Uh, oh, come on, I gotta film you too. Yeah. Right. So, okay, so, so I'll do the same angle. Okay, so here. Uh... <laughs> All right. Hilarious. Oh, this. I, I already know this is gonna suck. Okay, I have ready? awful knees. Tell oh, me when you're God. ready. Okay. And. All right, here we go. This is Flip Schultz trying to stand up from a from this position. <sighs> Hey, you did it! I, I, I mean, I fell back against the wall and that stopped my fall, but God, I got up. I'm a, actually impressed. You're a jock. I'm actually, I'm pretty, I'm pretty impressed. <laughs> I mean, I could actually, I could have done that. <laughs> that was awesome. I actually, <laughs> I can't believe that. I can't believe that I actually got up. Wow, you're such a, you're such a stud. But you know what I think the difference is too. Yeah. You've also got a lot more muscle on you, and that's yeah. That's weighing you down. I've got nothing on me, so <laughs> I'm incredibly light. Thank you. That was a that was a nice compliment. Thank you. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. yeah. Hey, and then so I was I was talking about that when I was in the Viper room. I go, I can't even do it. And then this girl, she goes, Well, can you do this? And then she, it's when you cross your legs like this, and then you put your your your, your legs are crossed, and then you yeah. put your left you, you cross them twice. So you put your left foot you wrap your your leg around your leg twice. Right. And so as I'm doing it, I just riff this. I go. I feel like when I do this and you're, and, and you're, I go. I feel like this is your, your girl's trick of trying to see if a guy has a small dick or not. <laughs> and they laughed, and, and then so I've been using it on stage where I, I, I talk about the thing, and then and then uh, and they're like, yeah, he does. Come on, Cheryl, let's go over here. <laughs> you know, but me, I don't care. I'm married, so I'm gonna see if I can do this twice. You know, but man, that was pretty impressive when you did that. Well, thanks. I mean, I did fall against the wall, so <laughs> that's 
I guess that's kind of a cheat. But I got, I, yeah. I did get, yeah. I did get air. Yeah, I, hopefully I'm, I can include these videos yeah. into the podcast. The podcast. It's hilarious. Um, no, but the, yeah, but yeah, I love the. I know what you mean. Like just the riff. You know what else I love about uh, sometimes in the middle of an act. Yeah. And this happened this past. Uh, was it this past weekend when I was uh, working? Yeah, I was at Flappers this past weekend at the YooHoo room. And uh, Darren came, you came Your by. Brother. Oh, me. You. Oh, cool. You, you came by. Yeah. And you ended up doing a spot, I think, on my second show Friday. Yeah. And uh, it was fun. It was a um, it was a smaller crowd. They were a little, uh, little tired, but you got up there and you did great. And then I went up there and I was very loose on stage that night. And in the, I think yeah. in the middle of the show, you... Um, you you stopped me. I think it was towards the end when you were, you were plugging your CDs and you're yeah. like, "Hey, check this out, check that out." And then I think I said something like, "Like, because I'm like thinking he should plug his podcast." You know? So oh, go, that's right, that's right. You go, "Hey, yeah. do you have a podcast?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, it's Darren." <laughs> yes, I do. And blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> and yeah. then uh, I think you said something about writing, like me tagging a bit or something. Whatever it was, it was yeah. this back and forth yeah. that you and I had. And then um, I ended up doing a like trying to use your uh, your your riff. Um, uh, I like uh, my women. Yeah, I like my I women. Like my women like I like my shoes, and it was fun. I love. Thank you for doing that. I loved it. It was. I like. It was it. a lot of fun, and that's again. Yeah. That's I think what's a real fun thing about comedy, especially when you have a friend uh, in the audience, is that one when we're interacting, I think the audience gets a kick out of it because yeah. they see that we we yeah. really are friends. Um, but two, as a comic, it's like okay, I'm gonna try to like. I'm gonna to try to honor Darren yeah. and see if I could do one of his most, uh, you know, iconic uh, riffs, iconic yeah. bits, and it was fun. It was yeah, like, it was fun. Yeah. It was like they were on board totally. It was great. Yeah. yeah, that's great. When an audience too, when they're on board to let you do something different, when they know it's something that that yeah. doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, I think they get a, uh, they feel really, uh, you know, honored or that something special is definitely happening. You know, like what 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 would you say is like one of your top like in the moment moments on stage like something happened you said something something happened with an audience and you reacted perfectly or this is just something like you're on the stage it was a it was a moment that, that, that cross the legs thing just happened so maybe that's why it's fresh on my mind but that was a really good one because i had no idea where i was going with that where i was just like hey i listened to the strength and conditioning podcast and they talked about this and and it was you know i'm talking for but, i mean but did you have like yeah. a, like, like 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 a moment where just as a comic you went holy shit i'm really good at this you know like or this is like wow this is what it's about like you know i mean like, yeah. like, like coming up with a bit kind of in the mm -hmm. in the spot is cool yeah but also just like you know like a per like okay l l let me narrow it then. oh oh like uh -oh. A, like i like my women like i like my what's yeah. like the best that ever came to you like you didn't have it you didn't already have it planned somebody said something that's so weird but you had the line like you you like holy shit! Oh, that I happens believe. a lot. In fact, it happens so much. I can't even think of an example. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> like like where they say something and I'll just like it just comes out of yeah. nowhere. And I'm like, yes, which is so weird because like a lot of times, as soon as I get off stage and I'm over there like hanging out by the you know by the exit or whatever to say goodbye to people, I'm I, I guess like I'm I'm like and I can still do it, but mm -hmm. not really, not to the extent of like. Because you, when you're on stage and you're in the moment, you're in the moment, man. Right, like right, those, right. What is that, huh? There's like, I guess it's almost like, you know, um, not literally, but like it seems like your back is against the wall and you're like, 
I got to think of something funny and, and it comes out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, can yeah. riff on stage and then and then off stage you can still riff at everything, but it's, but not, it's as not as like, intense. It's like and intense. Just it comes yeah. out sharp on stage. Like oh, a absolutely. Samurai. Like, absolutely. This happens. They say that. Da, da, da. Um, yeah, I don't even remember. I remember there was a child in the audience once because it was at a club that was uh, like all ages and uh, I made some reference to like, like, uh, you know, I, I told the, like, but everyone knew that the kid was cool with, like, because actually all the comedians before me were really dirty. And so I kind of pretended that I didn't know that was that, that we could be dirty. But so I told the kid, I go, hey, give yourself earmuffs. And, and then, like, the kid gave himself earmuffs, you know, when they put their hands over mm-hmm. the thing. And then I, I did some riff, you know, like, with their mom or something. I don't know, whatever. But it was, it was, it killed. Nice. Can we edit this part out? <laughs> this is, like, the worst. I'm like, no, it's fine. Yeah, I can't think of anything, like... Of what a, did what did you say to the mom though? Oh oh, I said something like, uh, um, oh, I act like I pretended that 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 was his uh, that his babysitter was like you know like a like a, a cocktail drinking smoking chick that was like you know or or that was his mom and she's like I couldn't find a babysitter but mama needs some dick <laughs> or something like that and it killed and right you know. <laughs> <laughs> And the kid's like, no, it's true, mom. Needs it's true, mom does need. When I say kid, the kid was probably like twelve. You know, oh, it's not bad. Yeah. Like I've, I've on the ship, I deal with kids like four, oh, or five yeah. year olds. That's uh, that's a whole different animal, right? Do there. you try to play to the kids a little bit just to kind of get the parents on your side? A little bit, like you know, or like, not? If, if if there are kids like in the front row oh, and it's unavoidable, I'll you know maybe go, hey, how you doing, buddy? You know, like what's your name? Blah blah. Where are you from? And hopefully, I'll have something about where they're from, and you know, do a little just something to. Because the last thing, if, if you keep the kids engaged a little yeah. bit, they're at least paying attention, and they're not going, you know, yeah. they're not going to start looking around and talking and you know wandering around. If you keep them engaged, they're going to sit still long enough, you know. Yeah. And then for me again, when I'm on the ships, I'm a little more animated and physical, so that's also a, you know bubblegum for the eyes. But um, but yeah, like I've had these kids, like. Who did th- I, again, this didn't happen to me. I like that bubblegum for the eyes. Oh, yeah. You ever heard of that first? No. Yeah, it's just... That could be the next, name of your next special. Bubblegum for the eyes? <laughs> yeah. Meh. Yeah, maybe. Bubblegum for the eyes. He's hubba bubba Jew bubblegum for the... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I've had like there. I've seen shows on the ship where like there are kids crawling in the front on the... Literally, like not on the mm. stage, but like, like yeah. they, they, they're kind of... Like kneeling on the stage and looking yeah. up at the comic and kids that are in the comics are talking. Like, yeah. it's just it's like and you can't fucking do anything about it. You gotta do. You, do you have any like children's jokes where you could be like, "Hey kids, why does Waldo wear stripes? Because he doesn't want to be spotted." That's cute stuff like that. Here, here's one that I. But they might they might not get it though because I told that joke to my nephew who's nine, and he goes, "Really?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh boy." <laughs> here's. Here's a. I'm not sure if I told you this one. How do you think the unthinkable? How do you think the unthinkable? I don't know. With an iceberg, stupid. <laughs> That's good. Stupid. With an iceberg, stupid. How do you think the unthinkable? With an iceberg, stupid. Yeah. Hey, 19 got in a fight with 20. 21. Why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, seven, eight, eight nine. nine. <laughs> hey, then you. Then all of a sudden you turn to the Skippy Green. Hey, how about I, we do a 68? You do me and I'll owe you one. Oh, God. Oh, man. So, <laughs> I feel so... Oh, I didn't what? Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll talk. Uh, I'll talk about this real quick. Because um, Skippy went up at uh, Flappers last Sunday. 
Oh, he totally bombed. I'm just kidding. Mm. I have no idea well, what no, you're no, about no. to say. Because <laughs> oh. uh, Jeff Garland uh, booked oh. me on a show. I, I know Jeff. I've oh, you went up for Sunday. Uh, and Jeff yeah. Garland has a show every yeah. Sunday at Flappers. It's great. And I've done it before. And um, it was a wonderful experience. And again, I've known Jeff for years. So this time he booked yeah. me on the show and I said, hey, can I do my character? And he's like, yeah, I don't care. So I'm there and, you know, but before the show, I'm all, you know, in the Skippy yeah. thing and getting ready. And then I go up and I won't get into detail because it's so painful to relive. But this is what makes a good podcast, though. <sighs> Jeff Garland, very funny. Not really dirty. He might say yeah. fuck and, you know, shit, yeah. but he curses a little bit, but he doesn't get graphic, where Skippy yeah. is incredibly graphic. Didn't yeah. even occur to me. Mm. I, in my head, I'm like, oh, this will be fun. You know, Jeff, Jeff yeah. is kind of like a, uh, he appreciates, you know, um, uh, characters. He's a Second City guy. Yeah, playful you know, and crazy. Yeah, like, I'm like, I'm in my head, I'm thinking, you know, he'll he'll appreciate, you know, the uh, the absurdity. I think he did a show with a, Pie on his head once, but not a pie. Surprised. Just like, weird, weird shit like that. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a he's he's a, he's a great comic, and he he and he also appreciates things that are a little uh, you know out of the norm. Yeah. Um, and again, again, you know, characters, things like that, didn't even occur to me because I am I've done Skippy so many times that the filth factor to those who've never seen it can be a little extreme. Yeah. You know, in my head, it's always like, oh, this is so over the top that no one's going to take it seriously. Yeah. So it didn't even occur to me that Jeff really doesn't go dirty. So I'm doing the set and the crowd was a little Lick t- my balls. Yeah. Knock and, knock. And, okay, give us an example of one of the dirty jokes. Oh, you guys know the dirty skippy joke. You Just know. give us an example for the new listener out there. Knock knock. Who's there? Benny. Benny who? Benny chance you want to lick my balls and it gets better from there. It's not there. that dirty though. You know, I'm thinking about uh, buying a racehorse. I'm going to name it Scarlett Johansson Sweet Pussy. Ask me why. Why? What would you want to come in first? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's funny, but it's filthy. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think if Jeff had seen me do the character on a show on its own, he probably yeah. would have loved it. Yeah. But he was having to follow it. And the crowd, the crowd was okay. They were a little tired up front. Uh, so Skippy was a little shocking to him. Eventually, and how much time are you doing? I'm scheduled to do twenty. Yeah. At ten minutes, I'm getting the light. Okay. And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, it's weird they're giving me a ten minute light, but uh, all right, I'm aware. Fuck and, it, I'm killing. <laughs> but see, and I see Jeff. Yeah. And it's hard to see him. <gasps> yeah. Like face wise, I just see bottle like body shapes, and to yeah. me, it looks like he's kind of got his head runs against the chin, yeah. like watching it. Found Taking later, on my genius. <laughs> found out later he's got his hands, oh. his face, his hands in his face, oh. or his face in his hands. Yeah. So again, long story short, he was not having it. He was really upset that I was doing this. Mm. And um, the last thing I do with Skippy is a song, and in the middle of the song, the volume get the, it gets oh. cut cut off. Okay. And. I'm like, what? And then luckily... Oh, oh, not on purpose. Like, no, I mean, uh, it's Jeff not part of your routine. It was not part of the routine. Jeff just wanted it over. How's the song go? Oh, that's a whole other... It's, like, it, it's, suck it, my dick and lick oh, my it's, balls. And it's, then it's, the, it's basically, and the, it's a song about how Skippy loves going down on women. I'm a rug munching, tongue punching, taco sucking, oyster shucking man about town, you know. <laughs> I'm a hair pie kind of guy, you know. And then he, and then someone so was Je- like, cut so the music. Jeff was... Because they were, they were lighting me and lighting me. And in my head, I'm like... I didn't think they were lighting me early. I thought they were just 
Yeah. But then it kind of all yeah. came when the music cut oh, and shit. I saw the light flashing and Allison who was sitting right by the sound booth and saw how angry Jeff was yeah. was kind of giving me Allison was giving me the cut thing. It all just occurred to me at that oh, moment shit. and I'm like, "Oh my god, they want me off. Yeah. Jeff isn't happy." Oh shit. boy. Luckily something happened where I got a, a good enough laugh that I went, "Good night." I walked off and yeah. Jeff just looked at me and goes, "What made you think that was a good idea?" But and and as the MC was up there, as the MC went back up there, and he's oh, like, it's you know, it's like, it's it like was, getting yelled and, at by your dad or something. And it wasn't, and it wasn't not yelled at, you know. But, and yeah. it's not like I'm like, you know, fuck. Yeah, it, it's not yeah, like I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, what you didn't get it. Da, da, yeah, da. yeah. It just didn't occur to me that Jeff would yeah. not want to follow that, you know. And um, and he said, and he even said before he went on stage, he goes, "Look, I still love you. We're fine. We're gonna laugh about this in the future. Just you know, the next time you do the show, you flip." And I'm like, absolutely. He goes, you know, just, you know, basically said, just think next time. And duh. Yeah. And then, after, you know, and I watched the set and he did fine. And the crowd was still good. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was really worried about. Like, God, yeah. I hope I didn't fuck up the yeah. crowd for him. Yeah. And he still went up. He did fine. And apparently when I went in the back and changed, he was still saying, you know, Skippy Green was a, it's actually a very funny comic, Flip Schultz, who I love. And he's going to be back on the show, just not doing that and blah, blah, blah. And after the show, he get, you know, again, he gave me a big hug and he goes, you know, it's water under the bridge. I still love you, blah, blah, blah. And, I'm, and everything's fine. But it's like, yeah, you know, as aren't a you cop, glad he had a good set, though? I'm glad he had a good set. Oh, yeah. Well, I wasn't surprised. Because you know how you could feel one way? Like, what the fuck? Like, 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 if you're, let's say there's somebody that's doing something on stage and in your mind, you know, like without censoring yourself in your mind, you're just like, what the fuck is, what the fuck, man? And then you go up and have a good set, and then afterwards it's like, oh yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. You know, but if you don't do well, then it's like, ah, it was my fault. Right, this fucking guy before me. You know, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad he had a good set too. That's and, good. And Je- I mean, Jeff is a, cl- I mean, just the one of the nicest guys. Like, really a nice, genuine guy. He's yeah. a ball buster, which is great. We're from the same hometown. That's He's cool. always been nice to me. So it was like. It was more like as a friend, I'm like, oh, God, I hope I didn't fuck yeah. up his show and blah, 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 blah. But he, uh, like I said, he, you know, every, that everything is That might be a good fine. lesson to learn. Huh? Maybe like... It is. It is. You yeah. know what? It the, the lesson that I took away from yeah. that is, because in my head, it was like, this will be fun. This will be fun for me to do. This will be fun for Jeff to see. Yeah. What, it, what I didn't think of is the show itself. Yeah. I didn't think of, wait, how will this affect... Jeff's show, not hey Jeff will fu- think this funny or this is funny for me. So the lesson that I learned, and yeah. it's a, I can't believe it's a lesson I still have to learn, is what's best for the show, not just for my set. You know, like if I'm if, if you're doing a showcase show, like your audition, like tonight I've got a showcase for some uh, more cruise agents at the Ice House tonight. So tonight it's like it's I I just want to get my set down because this is a showcase audition set, but if. If I'm part of a show, if I'm part of a yeah. line, especially a lineup where there is a major headliner at the end, I have to think, is this set great for this show? You know, will it will it still be fun for me? But am I going, you know, make sure I don't do material that I know this headliner touches on. Yeah. Make sure I don't do material that's really graphic and dark. Make sure if this headliner does a lot of crowd work, I don't go into the crowd. You know, those kind of things it is what I really have to pay more attention to in the future. Yeah. You know, and usually I'm pretty good about that, but for this, because it was Skippy and I was just excited for Jeff to see it, it, it just didn't occur to me. But that's the lesson, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to all the comics listening, there's the lesson. Make sure if you're on a sh- if you're on a book show, is your set good for the show? It's not all about you. Excuse me. So there you go. 
But that Man. was my. Uh, That's a, that must have been like wow. Like, well, you have a good relationship with him, but I still would have been like. Ooh, oh, I was like, I, like I just was feeling guilty for days, man. Yeah, and even during like, a setup, I'd, be, feel a little I'd be like, Ooh, do I st- "Of course, you got to stick around." But like, there's that, you know, there's going to be a little bit of that. Yeah, but confer- like, I, I, yeah. I, it wasn't again. It wasn't a confrontation because we had that the initial "What the fuck?" Yeah. after I got off stage, and that was, <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, it, like you said, it's like. It, it it being not so much as your dad, but just an authority figure. Not that yeah. not that he holds himself over me, but he's the headliner, you know. Yeah. And it's just like, and I just felt so awful, and 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 <laughs> especially when you took a risk. Hey, I'm gonna put this, you know, cop's costume on. And, yeah, but it was, and like, then you realize, like, fuck, the music got cut, the and, light. And like, oh and, my and, god! Yeah. And in my head, if I would have just, if they would have, you know, when I'm getting that flash of ten minutes, in my head, really thought about it for a second, going. Wait, wait a minute. Maybe they're giving me the light for a reason. Maybe Jeff wants me off, you know. And 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 it, I could have saved face, at least got off a little early, and not continue with the character getting even more graphic. Um, but again, that was that was also my ego in my head going, "Well, they're not lighting me early. They don't want me off." I'm doing because that's the other thing. If I yeah. was if I was eating it, like if the if the yeah. character was just like because i've had that to where skippy got like <laughs> 20 30 minutes of silence <laughs> and i'm getting the light in my head i'd be like okay this is tanking let me get the fuck off but it's yeah. like you know i'm yeah. doing well so logic so you know the initial you know logical thoughts are not like well i'm not doing badly so why would they want me off early then then again it's just it's like in the moment and you're not even thinking about oh shit this guy has to follow it it's his show yeah. It's his, and here's another thing. It's his crowd, people who know him from like the Goldbergs and Wally and Daddy Daycare and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh God. You All know, these television clean shows. Yeah, yeah, like you know ABC sitcoms. And, and you're Kirk, up there doing, give me a knock knock joke. And I'm doing like lick my balls and suck my dick. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Next week, um, there's a uh, at Flappers on the 24th, which I don't know if that's the day that this is going up. 19, 20, 20, 20, 20. Actually, I think it's tomorrow. Whatever day, the 24th. I'm pretty sure it's the 24th. I'll be... Uh, Skippy is auditioning for the gong show at Flappers. Oh, there's well, there's a new gong They're show? They're doing a new gong show, and they want, like, kind of not straight stand-up, kind of more variety acts cool. and things. So Barb asked if, you know, Skippy want to do this. I was like, sure. And I said, you know, should I keep it dirty? And she goes, oh, yeah, do you... And then um, I emailed the guy from the gong show, and I... Because I'm oh, I got to send a... Upload a video of this of the character... And I said to him, you know, the video is, it's its a dirty character, but for the live showcase, would you recommend, you know, uh, cleaning it up and keeping innuendo or just doing the character as is? He goes, I would clean it up, just use innuendo. So now I'm rewriting Skippy to kind of keep the essence of the character, mm. but take away a lot of the profanity. So instead of saying, like, knock, knock, who's there? Bar- uh, Benny, Benny who, Benny Chance, want to lick my balls? I'm going to go, Benny Chance, you want to touch my tip? Yeah. So I think it's it's still, hopefully that'll still be clean enough to work. You How know? about grab my junk? I think that's a little more blatant than touch the tip, and oh. I think also think yeah. touch my tip has yeah, good alliteration. Touch my tip. You know, any chance you want to touch my tip? <laughs> you know, yeah. Wendy, when do you think you're gonna touch my tip? Yeah. You know, oh yeah, Wendy, when you touch my yeah. tip? Like, uh, Darren. Oh, well, that one actually doesn't work because it only works with balls. <laughs> oh. You know, uh, Rita. Knock, knock. Who's there? Rita. Rita who? Rita my lips, touching my tip. <laughs> yeah. Did um, you say nuts instead of balls? I think, but I think nuts is, is the same kind of thing, wouldn't you think? How about nuts and berries? 
Because they know it's going to be kind of nuts and berries. These nuts and berries. I don't know. Like, well, no, because... Give, give me one where it's just nuts and berries. Let's that, just... see, that, see, see, to me, that wouldn't work because, first of all, I'm like, yeah. sk- the, the skippy rhythm is, you know, would you like to lick my balls? It's that ba 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 one, two, three. So touch yeah. my tip would work. Yeah. You know, and even, you know, like yeah. touch the nuts would work too, but I think nuts is more graphic than tip. I think touch my tip, it's just, again, that alliteration. It really, yeah. See, but, yeah. but uh, like, touch my nuts and berries is, like, too, too many syllables for this. Twigs and berries. Try twigs and berries. Well, it's the same thing. It's oh, yeah. like, it's like, how would you like to touch my twigs and berries? It's just, it doesn't, how would you like to touch my tip? You know, it's like, lick my balls. It's like, bump, ba ba. Yeah. That's the thing, like, well, you know, with comedy, there's rhythm, yeah. you know, and especially yeah. when you're used to doing a joke a certain way for years. Yeah. It's gotta, it, it's gotta maintain that that uh, that that rhythm, or else it just throws the whole bit off in my head. But if you, you know? just went straight up medical terms, how would you um, pet how my would penis? You, <laughs> pet my penis. <laughs> how would you like to pet my Peter? How'd you like to? Yeah. How'd you like to pet my pecker? <laughs> hey, my wife and I have learned that uh, this is, you know, Austin being an only child, and plus the tech age. His version of uh, an older sister, you know, how you, when you're a kid, you learn, you might learn stuff from the older kids or your mm-hmm. older siblings, is uh, is Siri, because we'll hear him go, Siri, what words rhyme with shit? <laughs> or he's like, Siri, what, you know, or like, you know, we have the Alexa app thing, so he's like, Alexa, you know, like ask questions and stuff, like, what does this mean? What does that mean? Or Simon says, you know, get the thing to talk dirty and stuff. It's pretty funny. Okay, when he gets older, he's talking to his friends like, hey, you got an older sister? Yeah, I do. They could just <laughs> send me over the what's her name? Her name's Siri. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you, you know would've... Siri? Yeah. Do you guys think you're going to have another kid? No, no. Austin's like, he's, uh, he's, uh, we'll, he's perfect. So, yeah, just, just one is cool. Like, yeah. I think if you're going to have two or more i think it's it'd be better if you're a little bit younger and then like yeah you have like i mean there's probably no rules but like maybe if you have like a ton of money where you're just like yeah five kids and a minivan and like that's like five kids jesus <laughs> can you imagine like no. these people that actually do this i mean even like two kids is like yeah, i know my brother my brother's about to have a second and his his oldest yeah. is seven already so wow it's gonna be a big gap but he's i mean he's on he's he has a he got remarried so <laughs> yeah but yeah like i can't imagine like we don't, we're so, excuse me, so far from even having our first. Yeah. Like it's, dude, it's so weird, man. Like I'm, f- well, I shouldn't say. Do you believe in that thing? Like you shouldn't say how old you are in Hollywood. You know, I, I think once you get over forty, it doesn't matter anymore. Like no. I think when you're trying to be like when you're like thirty one, no, and you're you're like yeah, I'm twenty eight, I'm twenty seven, and then. Once you you know, then you get a little older. You're like, because a lot of guys try to hang hang on to like, yeah. I'm 35, and then, and then eventually you're like, everyone's just like, I'm over 40. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm in my 40s, and I'm still like, <sighs> this podcast is over. I got to go. Wait the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you're older yeah. than me, I think. Yeah, but not online. No, <laughs> hey man, I'm 26. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. like I, Allie and I, we uh, we, we're having like some uh, some shit going on now with finances and everything. It's like. Even in my 40s, there's still so much shit I don't know about the real world. Yeah. That I'm still fucking having to learn and uh, and and um, uh, uh, understand and, you know, and apply. That the idea of having a kid, the thought of that right now is so fucking uh, just scary. And I'm like, I'm like <laughs> of all the things yeah. going on in my life right now, I keep saying, thank God we don't have kids yet. Because... Yeah. 
I would be, I'd probably be just in running down the street crazy going, I don't know what the fuck to do. So I'm glad. Uh, you know, be, you'd be surprised though, like how many people will help you with information or just like, it's not as, you know what I mean? Like, I know it's not, I, like yeah. everybody says it's not as daunting or as like uh it is a tr- yeah it is, it is a big huge step obviously but it's like a tr- it's i think yeah i mean it's the the added finance the mm-hmm. added pressure of like holy shit and i'm the time yeah, yeah and the top well yeah i mean the, your whole life changes like like again and people are gonna hate me when i'm about to say this but i know like people with parents uh people with, parents, people with kids like you you're probably up at like 6 30 oh yeah ready every for day school and just gotta, kidding my wife's listening to this she's like bullshit no <laughs> My wife is like she's taken on like most of those like chores and like you know duties I should say yeah but yeah it's like you know in fact I, I really get the best part of like I get to play with them we played Jenga you know like mm-hmm. the other night it was so fun when's the last time we played Jenga I I don't remember see now if you have a kid you'll always have a Jenga partner that's true <laughs> yeah that's true it's all worth it I'm more interested in my wife's Jenga. thank you very much thank you yeah. give him a like get him off stage <laughs> that's when you take it never mind yeah. that's when you uh, take it yeah. <laughs> it's funny because he, he he uh it was funny because it was his first time playing Jenga and uh, you know how like 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 when it's your turn you're like super gentle and like very cautious and everything's steady. And then when it's your opponent's turn, you're like, you know, is it child still? So he's like, hurry up, go. It's your turn. Go. And I'm like, I am. I'm just trying to see which is a loose block. I'm not going to like. Oh, you're so impatient when you're a kid. Yeah. It's like, go, dad. I'm I like, st- I still am impatient. Me too. But I think when you're an adult, you learn to like, okay, like you reason a little bit more like, yeah. You know, you should like he said it within like the first two seconds of being my turn. <laughs> We're not talking. It wasn't like I'd been looking at it for an hour. And it was just like, yeah, like, you still get up already, dad. Yeah. No, I know. Like, I'm somehow I like I said, I'm somehow still I just want to rush and get things. Done. You know what it is? It's like I was talking about this with somebody like all the stuff in the quote unquote adult world, like taxes and bills and insurance and cable and rent and all that. It's like homework to me. Yeah. And I hated homework as a kid. And that's why I think I'm still fucking up in my adult life because I'm like, like I, uh, there's shit that happened with my credit card, which was a stupid mistake. But be, but it was because doing research on my credit card was like homework. I just didn't want to do it. Mm. And I'm paying the price for it right now. And um, What happened? You just took a bad deal and you got like a crazy I'll, percentage? I'll tell you off, off, the, yeah. uh, off the air. Um, but it was just like, it's because of this shit in my head that it's fucking homework i don't want i just want to go play and i think that's why being a comedian is is not good for that part of my brain because all we do is play you know our job is to go up on stage and play you know when i'm on the ship i'm on a month on the ship and i'm in this little bubble where all i do is play i go and i do exactly what i want to do and then i hang out with other great creative people and i'm going to these cool places and my brain just suddenly gets cut off from the real world and yeah. i'm like well i'm making money and the money's going and da, 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 and adopt paying attention to it because i'm playing and it's homework and i don't want to deal with that when i'm playing and i think it's just this last time it's it's kind of something snapped in me where i'm like i can't keep living my life like this especially if i want to have a kid you know yeah. it's like these adult responsibilities that i've been not so much avoiding but just dreading i have to just embrace accept do it right so i can afford to have this you know the comic part of me still go out there and doing what i love you know it's a uh 
it's a it's a it's a it's a jagged little pill to swallow to quote Alanis Morissette mm-hmm. um, but it like you said like I was saying it does allow me and I know you I, I mean do you feel that way about like because does Jeannie yeah. handle the, the, a lot of the uh... yeah I'm really lucky like that That's, yeah she does it she's super organized she's like you know okay she, we have a wall calendar so it's like okay this this do then this is we gotta do this this is and then she makes a to-do list every day like you know get this done get that done so it's like she's really good at that that's good yeah like, it's like it's good to you know but but even with my own like um business end you know like like i know you're saying like the the, the unfun part but don't you feel better when you do it like the emailing of clubs and following yeah. up and well the clubs like you see yeah. like, like i got my chart up there like yeah. in my office um i have a list like a kind of a chart on the dry erase of all the clubs that i've worked the dates that i've done like it's very organized and since i've started doing that my club work has gotten better because I'm more, it's staring me in the face every day. Yeah. This other shit I've got to make yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. But, like, but, but you're right. Like when you do all that, you feel great. You feel like, when they're okay. Like, send me this headshot. And you're like, okay, I'll do it. And then you, and then you might wait four days. You're like, no, now I try to do it like right away. Yeah. You know, same like, here. Just, yeah, it's just like, stay on top of it. You, you know? Yeah. Like, and I'm it feels same. good. It's almost like that creates more work in a sense. Like, oh yeah, yeah. But I gotta be honest. It does help when, you know, it's weird because our business is also attached to our, ego a little bit and a little bit of yeah. like self-worth i hate to say it but it's it can happen like that where you know when you reach out to different people and you don't get any response it's like god oh, like you, know, you might not even notice it the first time but then you're like then 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 it might dawn on you like well i've reached out more than once and they're just ignoring me and yeah it's like oh yeah yeah but then you get that person that hits circles back and hits you back and you're like yes I think like you know? a lot of a lot of the booking game is a waiting game. Yeah. When you're you mm-hmm. know when you're hot or if you've got like yeah. you know good management or agents pushing you and yeah. you know you, you know you'll be working and get responses immediately but when you're kind of at our level where you're respected yeah. but you're not you don't have anything big going on now mm-hmm. and you're doing it yourself yeah you're kind of like pushed back a little in the important file and eventually yeah. they'll get to you. Yeah. But it is that waiting game. Yeah, I even got an email back that was like Hey, you know, we love you. But there's all this, you know, build up, build up, build up. But then basically the punchline on the thing was like, let's let our audience miss you a little bit more. <laughs> like, okay. All right. Uh, and then you don't, you know, you want to say, well. And then people from the town are like emailing me, like, hey, when are you going to come back? And I'm just like, hey, I'll, you know, <laughs> do me a favor and email, email the, club the club and request me because, you know. It makes it easier that way. Absolutely. I know. Apparently you guys don't miss me enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, but my yeah. friend, um, I got. I know a couple guys that are starting to do this, and I want to look into this too. Is um, my buddy um, Dean Del Rey? What he's mm-hmm. been doing is, and he's been talking to. Uh, uh, there was a podcast. I'm going to listen to it with um, Joe. I think his name is. I forget his name right now. Joe DeRosa. Okay. And and what Dean is, I I don't know if it's been effective yet, but I think he's just starting it. When people, you know, they email you, hey, when you come into whatever town, he basically will tell them like, hey, go, you know, you and your friends get, you know. If you guys can get fifteen hundred dollars together, I'll come out and play in your your living room. You know, start a GoFundMe. If you guys, you and your neighbors and friends, can pitch in twenty, thirty bucks, that pays for my flight, hotel. You know, I'll I'll do it. I don't have to wait on the club. You know, and then I heard Bert Kreischer talking about that with, uh, um, I think it was Detroit or something. I guess he has a lot of listeners in Detroit. Like, oh, if yeah. you guys can raise six grand or whatever, I'll come there. Like. Cause he's like the comedy club isn't gonna. They don't need me. Like they they fill up anyways. So yeah, you know, well that's it, what like that's what uh, Stanhope did. Stanhope 
just yeah. he, he just said fuck the clubs. I think they do a two thing where he, where Bert was trying to like make money like doing the show. You make some money, but then you got to pay the venue or whatever. But but then the, the thing for him was like, and then the next day we'll do a fan a fan breakfast or where you cater a breakfast and and we'll all watch football together and whatever the heck they do, you know what I mean? And then so, you know, like I think that's when you also have like hardcore fans or like yeah, this yeah. is awesome. Uh, I I pay a hundred bucks and I get to kick it with Garth Brooks or whoever you know. <laughs> Bert Kreischer and Garth Brooks. Yeah, was, that's a fun hang. I was just trying to think, like, you know, someone big like that that people would do that for. Yeah, but you never know. There might be, you know, it just depends. If what if you have like five hardcore fans, but they're all spread out, like <laughs> one one willing to pay a hundred dollars to hang out with you and have breakfast, but he, he lives in Vermont. The other one's in <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> Two live in Omaha. <laughs> like shit. All right, you guys fly out to L.A., exactly. and then we'll go to IHOP, and uh, we'll have a good breakfast. You guys each give me 100 bucks in each the parking lot. Each give me 100 bucks in the parking lot. <laughs> By the way, in all bold print, $100 does not go towards your breakfast. Right. You're on your own. But you do get the privilege of, work, of hanging out with me. But you get to me. sit with me and watch me eat my uh, Rudy Tootie Fresh it's and Fruity. fan appreciation. No, you do. These your are st- called fan cakes. <laughs> fan cakes. See, you've already got the... It's fan cakes with Flip. International House of Fancakes with Flip. Yeah. And then, so they do, they get to watch you do comedy at night, and then the breakfast is with Skippy. So that's like, <laughs> see, then you're making double the money. And then, but then they got to pay Skippy 100 as well. Yeah. And but the, even though Skippy's is fake, the, the, the money has to be real. Exactly. You can't skip And do on the not Skippy. bring up Jeff Garland at the Skippy oh. thing. <laughs> oh, I still feel bad about that. <laughs> I still feel bad. He's, but he was classy. That's that's what's great about that. He yeah. was very very classy. Um, no, but those those are <laughs> like, dude, that's not a bad idea. Like, I think the future of it. Hey, ask Jeff. You should be like, hey, can we turn this into online beef so I can build my fan base up? You him feuding with Skippy? <laughs> How dare you give me the line cut my music? You motherfucker! I'll Let never me. watch the Goldbergs again. <laughs> You ever watch a Goldberg? No, but I heard it's good. It's really yeah. good. Is like, it like an '80s kind of thing? It's set in the '80s, and I'll tell you, it's like it's it's a well-written show. It's very funny, and I relate to that kid, uh, Adam Goldberg, in the show so much because like I was him. Yeah, he's like he has like all Transformers toys, and you can see I've got my Transformers there. I've got my superhero some yeah. toys up there. He's a huge Weird Al fan. <gasps> You know that's already me. Yeah. He's like audiovisual guy. Like everything about this guy was me. It's crazy. And it's growing up in the 80s. It was just, it's, it's so like, I love the show. But it's a really well-written show. The whole cast is Isn't great. that a trip when you watch a show and you're like, it's almost like, because we watch The Middle all the time. Oh, I love The Middle. And the, that character Brick, my wife will be like, you're not going to believe it, Darren. It's almost like someone's listening to my conversations and then like putting it on TV. And it's it's kind of, I mean, she's saying it as a joke, but it's like, it's so like relatable and. Like it's kind of funny because like they film it right. We we you know we it's it's in Burbank and they film right there at Warner Brothers Ranch and we're like, wow, like that's a trip. Like, are they? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, isn't that. it a great show? There's certain episodes yeah. you're like, oh my god. So it's it's that same sort of feel. Huh? Like maybe I mean it's supposed to be modern day, but it, maybe it could have been in the yeah. You know yeah. Well, they're it's like it's almost like a modern day Roseanne because they're like kind yeah. of like lower middle class. Yeah. In some place, and they're just trying to make ends meet. Yeah, and they exactly. Got the, and they got the three kids that are so. Yeah, and then Brick is such a crazy character, and yeah, his girlfriend is. That's <laughs> just funny. Yeah, it's a, I've, it. I've only seen. I only really only see it on the ship. 
but um because i'd never yeah thought about watching it then on the i've seen a couple episodes that brooklyn 99 they replay mm. on the ship a lot and both of them are good shows. that's cool yeah now you've had this podcast for a while do you um by the way, I think you're yeah. episode 199. So nice, ne- right now. After this, cool. is going to be episode 200. Wow, that's insane. Have you um, thought of adding a visual element, not even just to the podcast, but to doing like a um, like video vlogging, or even if it's like five minutes on Facebook Live, like maybe doing it as yourself or a Skippy or anything like that? Mm, I should really embrace that stuff. Yeah, why not? It's like people are living on their phones now. They see little videos pop up, and yeah, that's you know, no, true. It's true. I, I've been doing Insta stories on Instagram, and that's pretty cool. And, and if something's good, I'll save it to my role and then put it on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I got to start embracing that more. She, Allison, hates social media, so if, if I'm on it too much, she uh, she yells at me. Yeah. Well, the more, you know, it just. <laughs> but if I if, if I'm yeah. doing something like, I don't know. Let me ask you. I, I, let I, me ask you this. Yeah. Because Allison and I have had this discussion. Do you think at this point it's a waste of time to try to like build a social media following like hardcore by putting out like because I, I like I'll put out clips of my set like a good a joke or an audience riff or something that went well, but like I'm not constantly putting out Insta stories or Facebook lives or Periscopes or you know I don't tweet a lot because there's a part of me going like there's so it's the social media landscape yeah. is so oversaturated that. I'm not like there may be a couple people that might enjoy it, but it's not making so much of a difference that it's worth all this time and effort. Like the podcast, you know, it's 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 a thing that keeps me creative and I've I've got enough of a little following that I think there's yeah. people that appreciate it. But to try to get into, like I said, all that other stuff, it just feels like it's going to be so much effort for little if no payoff. I know what you're saying. Um, I, th- I, fig- I I enjoy the videos. So it's like. You know, those quick little, they're quick, they're little, and it's like, you know, I mean, for me, it's fun. Like, what I've been doing is finding little, you know, Christmas deck. Like, like tweeting is, is difficult because I'll, I'll sometimes put a tweet, and I'm like, oh, I got nothing. And it's like, and then, you know, I, I have a friend that has, like, maybe 100 followers, and will jump on a trending topic, and then, like, just connect with people right away with their favoriting and retweet. I'm like, God, like... Maybe I just don't have a knack for this, you yeah, know. Like, yeah. but but I think the vid, the video thing I think I do because, you know, it's kind of I, I get you know nice messages that are like well what I've been doing with that is um, I've been doing like a little series like if I think if I see Christmas decorations still up, like I'll take a video and I'm like and we still celebrating Christmas and and and, and there'll be like Christmas trees behind me or Christmas lights or and it's fun and like and I'll say the date like it's January 18th or whatever and. And it's kind of cool because it's like it's just one more silly thing that it's like out there that's right. You know, yeah. it's fun and it, it takes zero effort. And, and I f- actually fun. You know, I went to I went to a gas station the other day and they had a, you know, they were they were making the coffee and then I so I filmed the coffee being made and then I and I moved the camera back and then you saw it said like the coffee mug is you know coffee bean and so I was like, yeah, I'm here at this ghetto coffee bean. Do it yourself. You know, just something like that, something simple. Or mm-hmm. I saw a guitar when I was jogging, and the guitar had no no uh, guitar strings on it. And so I stopped, went back, turned the camera on, and went, I like my women like I like my guitars. And then I zoomed in, I said, with a big hole and no strings. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And so a it's like neck vi- that I could choke. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like a long neck, and a, you know, yeah. whatever. But something like that, so it's like videos, and it's like, you know... It's not 
didn't it doesn't take a ton of effort and um and also try to you know with the social media like she doesn't like that you're taking time away from being in the moment and she, right. is that what she's yeah yeah so I try not to do that around you know like I used to I didn't really care before like you know we'd be out and I'd just be like looking at my phone doing it and then I decided not to do that I try not to do that anymore you know that's good yeah I got it we we have like a uh, a deal like just when we're when we're hanging out yeah. just no phone and yeah. it's it's tough it's so fucking addictive yeah dude. oh shit. Yeah, dude, this was fun, man. Super this, fun, man. This was fun. I'm sorry, I just realized like we've been talking for an hour, man. That's cool. Thank cool. you guys for listening. If yeah, you're still no, listening. absolutely. I'm sure you are. This has been a. You guys have learned. Uh, send us a tweet. Speaking of social media, send us something. I'm Darren Carter. You know that. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and I have albums on iTunes and Amazon, or you can stream them. I don't care. That's absolutely right. That's yeah. right. And then, uh, yeah, please, yeah, send a tweet either to at Darren Carter at Flip Schultz or at WFD Podcast. And uh, let us know that you're listening, even if to say, hey, man, I heard your show, or this sucks, or hey, I enjoyed it. Just something. I got L- one for you for, twi- for Twitter. This is what you could do, because um, do, people do respond. You know how you could do the polls on mm-hmm. Twitter? Polls are fun, because then people, it takes, they'll look at it and like, chuckle, and then they'll take they'll participate in your poll. Like I put something like, um, uh, do green M&Ms make you horny? And then I put yes, no, and then the third one was all M and M's make me horny, and people just had fun with it, you know, something like that. Like that you know, got a ton of response. S and M's get me horny. S and M's get me horny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll try to put up some poll. Try to put up a poll or two. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, uh, hit us up on social media. And hey, how did you guys discover Flip Schultz? You know what? He's really good at those polls on Twitter. That's why we came to pay thirty bucks on a on a GoFundMe to have breakfast with the guy. Yeah. Yes. If you guys want to have breakfast with send me <laughs> with me dollars. and Darren. Yes. There we go. If you want to have breakfast with Darren Carter and Flip Schultz, um, first of all, it's going it's not going to be in the morning. It's going to be around noon. It's going to be a late brunch. It'll be a brunch. Yeah. It'll be yeah. a brunch at a Denny's anywhere in the valley that's yeah. close to us. And uh, pay us fifty bucks. That doesn't include breakfast, but that includes the company. We'll do it. We'll totally do we'll it. We'll do it. We and promise then, you. We will do it. Totally. We will have breakfast f- with wait, you for fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Yeah, we'll split the money. Twenty five, twenty five. Exactly. We'll each have breakfast. And for an And ex- I'll give you a CD. I'll actually give you uh it'll be flip C D, but I'll give it to you. You know what? I'll <laughs> no. I will give you a CD too. I'm joking. I'll give you a Darren Carter C D. Okay, so any, this, any of your choice. Th- this is what we are saying, folks. Message us, uh, tweet, Instagram, Facebook, email. Say, hey, I want to have breakfast with Darren and Flip. 50 bucks. That includes <laughs> our company and a free CD. And you get to take Darren's one picture, motherfucker. You don't get more than one. You get one picture of the two of us together. You don't get individuals. That's another 20 bucks if you want an individual picture. Just kidding. You know what? <laughs> we're, we're, you know what? We'll, yeah, you could, take, you could take as many pictures as you want. Okay, that, that's Darren. For within, me, it's just one. For me, I'm I'm very important. Yeah, within a five minute time frame, you're not gonna like keep me there all day. Um, but either way, hit us up on social media, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Oh, what if like lots of people hit us up on this? Because I'm thinking, we're gonna make some money. I'm thinking just one person might do it. But what if there's like multiple people? Then we're gonna have a big breakfast. Yeah, we're gonna make some money. We'll do it all in one day. We'll meet everybody, and we'll give everyone CDs. Exactly. You heard it, guys. So hit us up, and um, stay tuned next week. For episode two hundred, I don't. Hey, I what if no everyone idea just responds to Flip and then Flip doesn't tell me? He's like, "Yeah, Darren." <laughs> like nobody responded, dude. I got to. By the way, I'm, I got to go. I'm having breakfast. <laughs> I see uh, you got this giant gut <laughs> from all these pancakes you've been eating. Like. <laughs>
<laughs> you're like you stop doing the road you're like dude this is great the best idea i make 10 grand a month just eating with with podcast <laughs> listeners just eating it i hop every month, every month. So we got a new car from uh from the pancakes <laughs> right, we'll see you guys next week bye-bye bye what's for dinner what's for dinner what's for dinner what, what's for dinner talking talking about what's ever on their minds talking talking about what's ever on their minds talking talking about what's ever on their minds